Hello, and welcome to The Relevance of Now with William Linville. My name's Michael Connell. I'll be your host. And I'm here with William, of course, as always. Hey, William. Hey, Michael. How you doing, buddy? Doing really wonderful. Thank you. Today, I wanted we wanted to address demystifying death and getting more clarity about the process of death and what occurs after the soul passes through the body. And I have had a few people around me that have been sick lately or have been passed. My sister-in-law's father recently passed last week, and he was 90 years old. He still lived at home, could take care of himself, and then all of a sudden, he's in the hospital with some internal challenges. And less than a week later, he had passed. And he had one full day where he really, family was there, or he talked to all family, got the chance to connect with all his family members, and then that night passed in his sleep. And my first question is, how long is it generally presenting for someone before they even have symptoms that they're ready to move on? Well, it's an interesting question, Michael, because it can be up to a year, but normally I would say around six months, you get this feeling that okay, you've done this, you've done that, you've been here, you've done that, and this and everything else, you start to reach this feeling, even with the mental level, of feeling complete with everything you've ever experienced in a body on a planet, feeling even, I would say, on your way to like collecting and catching up with yourself to start even start to feel like more peace, more acceptance that, okay, you know, I see this, I see that, been there, done that. And there's even times within that year to six months where you start to sit back and you start to have like all of these perceivable old memories because memories, they're not so much past, present, or future. They're dimensional. And you start to this stuff starts to unveil itself. It starts to come up. And it's like, huh, I haven't thought about that dear one in 30, 40, 100 years or whatever. It's like, huh, that's kind of bizarre. You know, maybe I'll give them a call. Or, wow, that I, I haven't, I never, I totally forgotten about what I liked as a child. Wow. Wow, where have I been? And partnerships, relationships. I wonder why this worked. I wonder why it didn't work. Hmm. You know, and you start to go through what I would call these life reviews. You start to have a smile at times, just sitting there with yourself, just smiling at the stuff that is unveiling itself, arising within and through itself. But now it's so cool, right? Because now you know you're complete when this stuff arises and you no longer have a charge. So why well, haven't thought about Marcus way over there and, you know, what he perceivably did to me, which I would say for you, but, oh, okay. That's interesting, right? Now I can see him. Wow. 
what a beautiful young fellow that he is. And wow, you know, all your feelings here, they start to change. They start to change. They start to evolve. They're no longer charged. They're no longer overwhelmed. And you really start coming to terms with everything in your life that has been from kids to grandkids to parents to partners, on and on and on. You start to receive all this clarity about what's played out, what hasn't played out, why things have played out. And then from there, you're given an option, as always, to say, you know what? Do I wish to still animate through this body or do I wish to phase out, start to merge out of the body? And if I'm ready to merge out of the body, okay, great. You lay there, your body starts closing down. But it's interesting, right? Because once again, it's an acceptance. So you're not going into fight and flight mode. You're not going into battle mode. You take a breath. And there's that knowingness within you that starts to feel more at peace, more in harmony. And that's where you start taking one step after another. Sometimes for everyone, and there's always angelic, archangelic, uh, frequencies and tones around. Some are more susceptible, some are more open to allow them to take you by the hand to walk you home. Others, when they go the opposite direction, panic, fight and flight, battle, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, there's that. It's almost, it's a magnetic withdrawal where you push away anyone and everything and everyone, where you're battling within your body and the body is getting worse and worse because you are at battle with it. And when you battle with your body, of course, you're going to receive all these different situations, scenarios of battle mode of density within yourself. So now it's the ego versus the body, not so much you, you're stepped back over here, watching the ego and the mental, emotional, subconscious parts battle with the physical part and then you go into what was me it's not fair blah 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 but then when eventually you take a breath you come to peace with it it is what it is but see the part i love here michael for everyone i don't care if you're 100 years old or three years old you're always given that opportunity technically even in the womb to decide okay you know what I'm ready to, I'm going through this void. I'm ready for a new beginning. Now I, I see what has been, but now what can be? You go into what can be. And, and that's where literally your body, not by force, not by pressure, it starts to regenerate because you're sharing with the body. You know what? Yeah, we've been here. We've been there, done this, done that. But, you know, I wonder what it can now be. It's almost like going through the reincarnational principle, but without dropping the body. And then, I mean, seriously, myself, I speak for myself as well. The body started regenerating. It started opening up. It started amplifying, not because I had some karmic mission, not because I had some karmic debris, not because I had to seek and save the lost. As far as I'm concerned, everyone and everything is perfect as is. Everyone's on their own journey. Everyone inclusively is going to wake up to their heart and wake up to themselves and go further within the body or they'll drop the body and pick up another one. Now, many dear ones, especially at this, this period of perceptional time or these markers, they're at a point where, okay, I've done everything I came to do. 
originally from a karmic script, a karmic, the karmic lattice work. And they, they brought to this point that I'm sharing with you right now and being offered the opportunity to step all the way back through their body or to drop the body and step out of the body. And as you step out of the body, you still have the shadow, shadow form of the body. But then each step you take, and this goes into vibrational frequencies, each step you take out of the, the body principle, because body principle has mass, the body principle is solid to a certain degree. I mean, technically nothing solid, but it's heavier. It has thoughts, it has beliefs, it has emotion, it has projected realities. We start to phase out of that. And each and every step we take, we become, if you could imagine every cell, but now the cells within you as light, you as particles of consciousness, you as a personal identity of whatever you're identifying with, you take one step and then you start to reach a certain point of realization. So yeah, maybe I'm not that. And then whoosh, you start to expand further. And then you take another step, you start to expand further. For other ones that this is there for their long journey, there's the angelic archangelics in the host realms, others that you know believe in nothing or those that have a strong belief around religion or identity. Yeah, you go through these places called the astral planes, purgatory, and things like that. You go to where that space that you as creator, and this is what I mean individually, you as creator, have created a temporary reality based in your perceivable identities and beliefs. Some, they'll go, they'll do a swan dive and nutcracker into the lake of fire. Others, they're going to go to what would look like a waiting room. Others, they will make a full transition. Due to now, show me, show me, not because everyone has the show me part. Everyone has that glimmer of light. Otherwise, their body wouldn't be living in the first place. And that glimmering of remembering, the unveilment of remembering. And then what happens from the archangelic, angelic realms in your higher levels as well? They come in, they take you by the hand and assist you to go further. Now, when I say by the hand, they come to you, they embrace you, where you feel that love, that comfort. You don't really have a body to feel with, but there's that resonating vibrational frequencies that you feel surrounded and enclosed by. It's a sense of home. And didn't you make a full transition, which means now we're going into our citrus sun intelligence, you as the facet that you are. You go right through your source consciousness, which I will call realms of light. Realms of light, it's like, this way I can explain it. Let's say it's like there's a ground, but then everywhere you look is total light. You look down at the ground, the ground's total light. So, and this has to do with going further and further beyond the mind. Because at first, yeah, it has a floor, it has a ground, but everything's light. And that's more for the unraveling of the mental level of clarity, comfort, supportiveness, embracement. And then you go from there into all that is. Now you're coming back to pure, eventual, pure love, pure light, pure consciousness. Does that better answer the question, Mr. Michael? Yes, William. When you were talking about making a full transition or not making a full transition, and I understood you to say that 
it's based in vibratory frequency. Uh, so if someone's soul doesn't make a full transition, does that mean that their vibratory frequency is too dense to make a full transition? Yeah, you've got to remember that density has weight. When I look at making a full transition, yeah, you arise through the mass collective consciousness after you leave the body. Then you arise through the astral planes of consciousness after leaving the body. Then you go beyond the astral planes of consciousness through the cosmic lattice work as you're transcending from the body. Then you start to go into your to the atmospheric realm, and then you start to make a full transition home through all these different dimensional planes and portals of consciousness where now you're reaching, reaching, not striving, not pressuring, but accelerating in vibrational frequency and megahertz of life, even beyond the physical where, and I hear this so much, like I am all that in a bag of chips. I am so enlightened. I am blah, 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 blah. But God, I sure hate my mom. Now, that hate, now, now we're looking at like a thousand pounds of density. And then, of course, out of great love, passion, compassion from your entourage, the angelic archangelicus in the host rounds, from your higher levels, the whole universe saying, okay, you know, as we're going through our life reviews over that six months or over that year, you're presented with one opportunity after another opportunity to reach a point of undeciding that you hate your mom to a point of accepting your mom or whoever it is, could be a deity, could be a grandparent that mistreated you, whatever it is. But you reach a point now with clarity, I want to add, to really, really see them for who they are. So at one time they seem really scary, but now let's look at them. Do they really seem so scary? Where, when, how? When we're looking at that dear one, they were actually go beyond just the physical part into seeing that little child there who's looking for something but has not been able to force it into their life. And they're going in circles and they're in all this internalized turmoil and pain, feeling so darn alone. Now, when we go there, let's just take a breath and right through your heart, how much compassion now? Can you feel for them or do you feel? And this is what you're referring to right now also occurs. It can occur inside the body, but also can occur outside. Totally. Okay. Because this is where you step out of the body. You no longer have a literal live deity called an ego. You also no longer have a body, obviously, and you no longer have a mind, obviously. But now we start to come to terms resolution. That's what the whole point of life reviews is, to look over your life. No one's judging you. Matter of fact, it's the opposite of judgment. And you're showing yourself, even with all these certain ones around you, okay, this, when that happened, this happened, that happened, this happened. Man, all this stuff that I would have, could have, should have occurred. But now it's like, okay, we're welcoming back fragmentations of your soul level that we're still stuck in those scenarios. So when we, when we sit back, point our eyes towards the third eye, we bring our consciousness through the heart, we feel the, all the acceleration and energy running through the body. This is why 
you'll have maybe an odd memory or maybe a thought comes up about when you're on the, to me, it's like opening a door to another dimension because that's literally what you're doing. But for everyone, they, everyone experiences differently, but now you're back on that playground and you hear it. You can even hear the kids at times. You're in the scenario when someone attempted to hurt you or reject you. These are things that I would say, yeah, there are a lot of misperceptions when you look at the reality of it. But through the eyes of that child at that time, you experienced something different and you took it to be personal. And where we all step back for a moment, we ask ourselves, I mean, just just out of giving your own self a pat on the back, but we ask ourselves, hmm, gosh, look at how this has affected my every decision in all of my life just from that one child. Can you step back? You look for the benefit because every situation has a benefit. Some you may not like because it's, it's pushing you to be completely of the highest in, of integrity and honesty within yourself. And that ego doesn't like that part. But now you truly have power because now you have the power to create from clarity long-term beneficial change. But regardless, you're welcoming back that soul fragmentation to where you're lightning load and you're able to make a full transition. Can you describe uh, an example of a soul that doesn't make a full transition because it's not coming to terms with certain things? Yeah. So at your one, they're going to step out of their body. Maybe it's a car accident. Maybe it's a heart attack. Maybe it's cancer. Maybe, maybe, maybe. And they're laying there. And it's interesting because they become very afraid. Some from drug overdoses, others afraid because all these things I'm sharing with you, these memories that are technically dimensional and all the energies, they're coming up to be resolved. But unfortunately, dear ones, with the mental egoic structure, they want to run, run, run from those memories because it doesn't validate who they perceive themselves to be through the ego. And so they run, 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 try to dodge, try to duck. Try to go into self-denial and go into blame. Now they leave the body. And even when they were in their bed or whatever scenario it was, they go through all their God issues. Oh my goodness, I'm going to be judged. Oh my goodness, I'm going to be burnt in a lake of fire. Oh my goodness, oh my goodness, oh my goodness. I'm going to end up for eternity in hell, heaven, or purgatory. And these are very real things for dear ones. And Gosh, you know, I've done everything right, except I stole that one piece of candy. Oh, I'm, I'm doomed. And this is stuff, you know, like very embodied, literal, fearful stuff. Anger comes up, which is ego trying to protect itself. Now, at times, and I've worked with this so many times, it's not even funny, assisting these dear ones to make a full transition because now we walked them back through that scenario. But now you walk with them side by side to where they can see their body. They can see the scenario. They can see the mind. They can see all the stuff that was playing out. But now, not so much from being in the heart of it, but seeing it now like the third person. You know, it reminds me a lot of the uh, movie Scrooged with Bill Murray, where he got walked through all these scenarios of his life to see it now for what it is. Not with the same cynicism, not with the same survival attributes, not with the same 
judgments, projections, because now we're walking through as the third person, overseeing what truly is, but now with clarity. Some will want to go there. Others are just going to try to find another spear like Poseidon to throw at their right. Everyone else is wrong. <laughs> and, and this is where they get trapped. They get stuck. And they go through all this stuff where now everything around them starts to, it starts to look like black, total emptiness, rather than the reality of light these portals of light all around them. But you see, due to that instance, due to that unwillingness to be of the highest set of integrity and honesty with yourself, they polarize themselves again to where they are going to hang out in the astral planes. It's not that the angelic archangelic realms are not there to help them, but they blinded themselves out of fear of being lit on fire, out of fear of being wrong. And then we have these things called paranormal shows, you know, where these souls are still, they're dimensional, obviously, but they're still in the same home they were in, still walking around, but caught in a time loop, a time loop of still seeing, experiencing everything that was until that dissolves out. And then you start to interact with them dimensionally. And there are so many paranormal shows because, yeah. This is another backup proof for you. The vibrational frequencies that make it hurts or light are at such a state that you're becoming aware and the dimensional, the dimensional veils are dissolving. So yeah, of course you're going to be more aware of these. And of course, out of great love and great honor, you're becoming more aware to be able to bind them home to the sun to be repolarized for the good of our humanity or welcome you the ascended host and sitting there and walking them home to make a full transition. Now, is there resistances? Absolutely, at times. And it all comes back to the whole theory. I, you, can look, you can call it many things. Heaven and hell, heart versus the ego, polarized thoughts. But it's kind of interesting, right? When in all true reality, you do not have a polar opposite. But all those things I just shared are all polarities. But dear ones, even beyond the body, they're they take that fear of all that guilt, all that remorse, or all that hatred, all that anger, all that resentment. Now it's just weight, but then becoming afraid of what's going to happen to them. And the biggest fear, I guess I would say here, would be the fear of being out of control, yes. fear of being judged by something greater than yourself. But you are that greaterness beyond yourself, beyond the mental, emotional, ego self. It's kind of cool, right, Michael? Because you're already that that you are anyway. <laughs> and if there was a percentage at this time in humanity, what percentage of people aren't able to make a full transition? Because even beyond the body, they're holding on to their fears. With all this stuff going on in the astral planes right now, with all the archangelic realms assisting there and the angelic realms, there's still about 23% that are still hitting their ego against the wall. And it's, but that's great. I mean, back in the 70s, 80s, you know, it was way up there in the 90s. Wow. 90, like 96%. 
sometimes 98%. And when that's the case, very few people are able to transcend and expand into their heart, I imagine. Well, exactly. And still running in circles looking for Elvis <laughs> and Bruce Lee and Jim Morrison. <laughs> <laughs> so the improvement to 23% is another example of how the opportunity for all of us to expand is easier and easier. Yeah, and this goes back to the ending of the karmic latticework. And when I say that, it's that, okay, now we're not here for me to push your buttons, you to push my buttons, to push each other over the edge, and you poke me with a dagger, and I'll leave the planet and come back around to the same view. Well, we stepped all out of that, even as a soul. For now, and you're watching, that's why you're watching so much more like instant manifestation. You're watching so much more come into form, into alignment. So much quicker. You put something out there a day, maybe two days, maybe a couple minutes, hours, whatever. Wham, here it comes in the physical manifestation realm. That's because of karmic lattice work. And the karmic lattice work, yeah, it, it was a very solid thing, but also it was almost like the astral planes was almost like a net over the whole planet that you were not able to make that full transition due to. Karmic agreements, vows, contracts, and all these other things. But was, but all of it, Michael. Any way you look at it, if you go take it all the way back to the original source, the original source for any of that and all of that is one simple thing: judgment. Well, two things, and the absence of you. Wow, that's awesome, William. Thank you for that clarity. And in a future podcast. We can talk about being in those light realms and then choosing to come back into a body. We'll, we'll play with that on another podcast coming up soon. Sounds awesome. And we sure love you, Michael. And awesome job as always. And we sure love you, everyone. Namaste. Namaste. Namaste.